Okay, here we go, man. Another episode of Sports Comparison 216. It's your boy Docket Cool Kev again. And we're going to do another comparison, and we're going to talk about the issues that are ahead in sports right now, man. And first off the bat, Kev, man, how you feeling today, man? I'm feeling, I'm feeling blessed, man. I'm feeling good, man. I mean, uh, it's good days ahead of us. And, um, hey, I mean, something we brought up. I want to. I kind of want to bring it up because okay, let's let's dive on in. Just because, just because this is my guy. This is my guy. I I, I'll bring up man for nostalgic purposes, and uh, we even have a a video that's out that's you know that's recurring on the page or so about this guy and um, the comparisons and uh, uh, his greatness, and we're not sliding from his greatness, but. The folder. The 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 fact, the fact that you have someone. That means a, a legend two-time, in the game. Two time MVP. Legend, legend you know, in the bring game. Bring up Zach first, man. Two time MVP, man. Uh, I want to say two time assist champ with Phoenix. All star point guard with Dallas. He's trying to figure it out with Dallas or whatever case he is. I think he, he definitely he, he definitely All-Star. he definitely had he definitely had it with with the with the sun with the Suns the second time for mm-hmm. sure for sure mm-hmm. for sure. But um, let's talk let's talk about Steve Nash, man. Yes. Uh, first off, let's just congratulate Steve Nash on his new uh, new position. Um, he's the he's the now head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also. Want to say that Steve Nash has also looked out for a lot of good brothers, man. In fact, Steven Jackson had to live with him back in the day when they was uh, teammates in Phoenix. And also, while he was in Phoenix, man, he also took a pay cut so that uh, Q Dog, Q Richardson, could get more money, man. Good dude, man. And also, man, at times a great player. But let's get into why he got that position. Well, we all know why he got that position. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't think it's it's apparent. I mean, he he's a he's a point guard that that had an amazing a, a, a great career, two time MVP. We we list out his stats, and somebody was like, "Hey, his guy hired him." Mm-hmm. You know, ownership was like, "Hey, let me get let me get that guy." I don't know how much to do with uh, the GM or was it more of the owner or whoever, but, I mean. How much coaching experience does Steve Nash have? Well, I mean, Drake, Draymond said he said um, uh, he had his consulting. He had consulting with uh, the the Warriors. He had a consulting with the Warriors last year. Oh, oh he's a consultant. consultant. I think that's qualification. Uh, okay. I'm not for sure if that's. I, I I thought uh, Tyrone Lue was out there, who who got a championship with uh, our hometown, 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers. Bought it home when nobody thought we'd be able to. Man, it came back down from three one. You also had Dwayne Casey, former Coach of the Year, with the Toronto Raptors. Built the blueprint for what this team is still successful to this day. Over defending champs, you have Nate McMillan out there. 
Alvin Gentry. You have Sam Cassell, who, in my opinion, was a better point guard. Out there as an assistant with Washington and now as an assistant with the Los Angeles Clippers, one of the great staff out there and could win an NBA title right now. But none of them were even given an interview. In a league that is 80% African-American, how do you dot interview an African-American for that position? I mean, who, who would be better suited didn't that didn't ask though? I mean, I mean, you, you said Casey. Okay, I mean, well, where, where, where is he at? Well, don't don't Ty Lue, ain't Ty Lue on this, uh any assistant of uh was he in the, with the Clippers or something like that? Uh, I think he's doing something. He's doing some work. Yeah, he's a former point guard as well. So he yeah, he's a, a former point, point guard. Point guard mentality. But he has a coaching experience. He's been in depressive situations. Dash has Dash coached coach his son. See, you, you you know what? On the surface, on the surface, I was looking at it like, okay, brothers have been getting shots. You know what I'm saying? On the surface, I'm like, you 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 do give brothers get, get a shots. You know what I'm saying? You you talk about a Ty Lue. Ty Lue did get a shot, and he did definitely got a definitely got a ring. You look at uh, Casey, definitely got to grab the shot. I mean, if you look at the 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 Raptors, definitely had. I mean, top of the top of the league, top of the league, basically. Um, you look at a Mark Jackson. Um, we did bring him up. I'm glad you brought him up. I mean, built the the quarter stove for that Warriors dynasty, man. Yeah, it's 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 almost funny when you look at it. Um. And and you got other guys. You got Isaiah Thomas, and, and you got the Avery, uh, uh, Avery Johnson, and all. You got you got a line of guys, but they can't even get an interview though. You know what? It's funny because I was the most upset because I, I I've been kind of you can sometimes be blind eyed. I was kind of upset when like I I. You, you, you you know me for for a very long time, Doc. Go ahead, go ahead. And you know for the longest, well, first off, I'm Cleveland sports all day. That's gotcha. always number one. Gotcha. But I always have like a squad or a team that's like dear to me. That's like that's like my squad. So you get a good following. Now, one of my squads back in the day was definitely the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I definitely followed the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Very heavy. Always liked this style of basketball. It's always been pretty much the same as the run and gun. It's de- never, never really changed for real. It's been exciting. Really looked at, all, obviously, the underdogs or whatever the case is. Um, I do Iguodala when he went from the Nuggets. Well, first off, he was, he was with the Sixers, mm-hmm. then went to the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Made them after the departure of their their top stars, which was you know AI left out of there and um, Melo left out of there. Correct. Then you go ahead and you had a uh, you had Iguodala go ahead another uh, <laughs> AI. AI. <laughs> the second he, one. And he go to the Warriors, which was an amazing piece. And I'm like, oh, that was it's just a workout. And you got your guards, and you got, you know, what I'm saying you got lead down there. And I, I was rooting for him. Mark Jackson, he stated around that time, actually before then, before Iguodala came in, he was like, man, I got the best, I got the best backcourt 
ever. Remember, remember what he said that, and remember, I remember on TNT that Barkley, Kenny Smith, this is years ago, what to say about seven or eight years ago, where they laughed at him, said he was crazy in the head, but he said they will go down as one of the best shooting backcourts of all time. He said, he said. With Steph and Clay Thompson, man. And they laughed. And now, look at it. And he said that. He built the cornerstone. He instilled not only the confidence, but he also let them know that they can compete with other elite teams. And he doesn't even get a interview now? Well, what I messed up with is, jump a little too head. Like, what I messed up is that... Mm-hmm. So he believes in this. He believes in this team. He believes in the back. He see. He sees something. He has a vision. He has it going on now. The um, the Warriors. They was growing. They now the West is always hard. I believe the the very one hard, year very hard, very difficult. The one year they had a they definitely had a winning record, but you had to get you had to get fifty to get in. Basically, that mm-hmm. was basically the qualification. If you weren't really wanted to look at it, gotcha. Um, I remember that year with Stephen Jackson. With Stephen Jackson, mm-hmm. they they got snubbed. They missed out on it. Won forty eight games. Um, yeah, yeah, but it was it was. I mean, it's a winning record. It was very very great. Um, very good to get get in there. Then you had the next season. You go to the playoffs. You get in there. You really don't make that much noise, but you you still get your feet wet in there. That whatever that whatever happened, whatever happened, was behind closed doors. There was the departure of Mark Jackson. Steve Kerr got the opportunity off bat to go ahead and lead this team. And that glad, was basically glad, the I'm start glad, of the dynasty. I'm glad you make that comparison because it's like, okay, we, I'll I, I even say what Steve Nash is getting is what Steve Kerr got and what Phil Jackson got. You already have the blueprint. You already have the players ready. You already have the great players there already molding themselves. They already ready to go. Phil Jackson had Jordan Pippen already ready to go. Kerr had Clay. And he also had Steph. And he also had Draymond. They was ready to go. Steve Nash is picking up Kyrie with Durant, with Torian Prince, with Spencer DeWitty, with Karis LeVert that had turned out in the bubble, with Joe Karras that had turned out, and you know how ready he's a marksman and been in three-point shootout. You got DeAndre Jordan, former, what, defensive player of the year and shot blocks. You already got Allen. That's good. He already picking up a great team. He already got the pieces. With the African-American coaches like Derek Fisher, he got to coach the, the Knicks. Knicks. The bottom. And, and shoot. Why the you... worst college players and disgruntled NBA vets ever. He probably played himself on that. But um, on that same note, the same time <laughs> where another, another vet, which has big, um, much better skills and – was a better all the way round player. I mean, he only got have one ring though. But Jason Kidd, look at Jason Kidd. We looking at the Bucks right now. But who really developed Giannis? Who re- who really ma- who really who really created that nucleus with the Bucks in the first place? That was Jason Kidd. 
I mean, but he get did get to see a true fruition. I, I mean, mean every everything Rome wasn't built in a day. Rome wasn't built in a day. You you got it, it. Got to build sometimes. You got it. Sometimes it take two, three, four years. Just, just take a little, just a little, little step back. Now, um, I don't know what you heard, but what I definitely heard to go deeper into the Warriors situation because I mean, like I said, that was definitely my team. I had to kind of scratch them off of my team because. They had to go against the Cavs, and I'm like, ah, what the fuck? I gotta choose or whatever case he is. Now uh-huh. that's that's just that's just that's just some you know some egotistical you know sports shit. That's all that is. Now to go back to it, now Mark Jackson. Now you might say he was blackballed. Or I say he was. You might say, say he he's blackballed. Now. I say he was. Let's break that down with blackballed or so. Because, I mean, first off, that was his last coaching situation that he had was with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been doing commentating, so he's been had a job. He's mm-hmm. definitely he's definitely talking around. He can he can do 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 the most. He's a good guy. He's really he's a church going guy. Mm-hmm. Actually, he's so much of a good guy that he has a uh, he has a service. He has his own service that he has has gone on. He got mm-hmm. his congregation. Now he goes ahead and he 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 hosts. You know what I'm saying? He has service. Actually, when he was ho- when he was coaching, he had service after practice. Mm-hmm. After practice, he would stay. He would stay mm-hmm. there, and he he'll have it. He have a digital how things going on right mm-hmm. now. And I feel he was blackballed because he had that service because. Also, that the Warriors GM is with the LGTB community, and I feel that he was blackballed because he bought spirituality, bought the motivational speeches, and uh, you had the gay general manager take offense to that, which he shouldn't have took offense to it, but he put his own personal beliefs and then instilled that also influence into the league the same way that they banned tim hardaway for speaking out and says i just like to see male and female relationships he didn't say he was against gay partnerships he just said i just like to see male and female relationships it's basically where he was comfortable with this is what i'm comfortable with and i'm gonna speak on how i'm comfortable with where we we mess up as people is that we we just so just so heavy on our comfortability. So and what just, does that have to do with playing or coaching basketball? Man. Nothing. And also, man, how does all the candidates that seem to be the right complexion, which is white, how do they always get the ideal, perfect championship caliber situations? So uh, it's uh, that's a good that's another good one. Mm-hmm. So let's let's throw it back mm-hmm. to a name that you brought up a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. Dwayne Casey. Mm-hmm. Now Dwayne Casey, all right. The Raptors, they definitely was battling. They definitely was working out. Um, were they they were number one seeds? Were they winning 58, 68, 60 games a year? Top of the league. They was, they was, they was top of the, get league, coach of the year top for of league. nothing. Actually. What's more, what's more respectable than coach of the year is is being that NBA PA coach of the year. Getting by your peers. Mm-hmm. Your peers 
what do your peers feel mm-hmm. who is the best doing it? So out of everybody that the, the coaches, the coaches that are, all right, this this is who I this is who I'm gonna put in the hat. Mm-hmm. It's Dwayne Casey. Mm-hmm. Wayne Casey get in there and you're telling me the next year he gets fired and so happened. Basically the same squad. You just change a piece or two or whatever. Big piece was, uh, I mean, ain't, ain't, ain't I mean, just a change of piece or two. You got Kawhi Leonard and you got Danny Green from the Spurs. From the Spurs. You got, to, to, to put in exact words or whatever. And, and you lost DeMar DeRozan. No shot. And shout out, DeMar DeRozan is a great player. But, uh... Kawhi Leonard is a generational talent night right now, man. He's uh, arguably maybe the most unstoppable player in the league right now. Two good and great two way player, great two way player. Mm-hmm. We we you can't you can't really sleep on that. That's why when you when you make most co- comparisons or whatever, mm-hmm. and we want to put that MJ and, and and LeBron in there, but you closest you, thing to Michael Jordan you, right now is Kawhi. You want to put that Kawhi and MJ. He palmed the ball like MJ. He he hit the shots like MJ. Yep. He, I mean, he, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he 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 a clutch dude. He's a bad Defensive boy. Defensive player of the year like MJ. Yep. Defensive player of the year. You know what I'm saying? You got it. You got you got to really respect that. Dwayne Both Casey ways. didn't have that though. Dwayne. Yeah. He Dwayne didn't have Casey. that. He didn't have that. He didn't. He didn't have Kawhi. Let's just say these are coincidences. Okay. Because <laughs> Nick, these Nick. are two two situations mm-hmm. with two black coaches okay. that develop their teams to be championship caliber teams. I'm not saying that these teams were built mm-hmm. out right. They could win it, win it that year or whatever. They did something wrong. I mean, these they developed a team. And now the boat. Once the once the once the ship is is being sailed and you you're halfway through sea, then you want to you want to change the shipment. You want to you want to you want to change the person that's really sailing the boat. At first, on on a glance of this Steve Nash situation, I good I gotta say I was like hey, I mean all right. Good guy, but you though. know what? Good guy, Good guy, I had though. to look at. I had to look at the response from the that TNA crew, the uh, TNT crew. They was just like, "All right, um, you know, Chuck had to put his little two cents in, or whatever case he is." Which I mean, he, he was putting some factual shit up there. But Draymond, <laughs> let's, let's talk about the people that's not gonna. They 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 not gonna hold. They they not gonna hold their tongue. Speak real. Chuck ain't they, real. Chuck ain't to hold his tongue either. But think about what Draymond said. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. He did good job. He did uh, uh, a consultant. He did a good consultant consulting job. Uh, Ernie had to clear it up and, and and bring in for people that don't know that Steve Nash did consulting for the Warriors or so, and he had that experience. Um, and, and hey, Ernie even said like, "Hey, can't you touch up on that?" I'm with Ernie. Ernie, 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 no, Ernie. No, I, I, I'm glad you touched Ernie on it because Ernie Steve ain't Nash put did a great job there. at consulting. And who, who else 
but a, a, a former two-time MVP and a former assist leader to consult an offense that loves to pass. Who else? I would love – he's a picture-perfect consultant, and I think he'll do great as the coach. But in all the times and everything that's happening right now where we're dealing with systemic racism, where we're dealing with where there is a divide, where you have a league that is 80% African-American, how do you only have right now only four coaches? Well, how many teams? 32? 32 teams. And you have 80% African-American players. And it's only four coaches? Now, we didn't even get to the GMs. We didn't even get to the owners. But y'all already know what, what the answer to that is. And y'all already seen how they did the Toronto GM when he tried to get on the, the floor to celebrate winning the title, how the, the one cop pushed him and then lied. We're not going to touch on that, but y'all already know. Y'all seen the body cam. But how does the other coaches not even get an interview? When Steve Nash wasn't even in, he didn't even say he was even going for a coaching spot. He was a consultant. I ain't know he was going for the, the coaching spot. I mean. Who knew? Who knew? Did, was they doing head. interviews for this? I mean, this ain't imp- I guess it was. It wasn't for the public. I mean, I know I went for the public. I mean, but did, did they even give? Uh, even though he did, he white. Did they even give Popovich Popovich an interview? Remember, it was talks of that. I remember it was okay, talks yeah, of yeah. that. It was, but it, but the rumor mills and that shit, man. You, and you can't I, really go off of that real like that. Like okay, sometimes okay, okay. it just be talk. It be like, oh yeah, it sound like okay. uh, it's a good idea. They interested in? Are they really interested in who, who said this shit? Come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you have all those candidates we just named, and then you're not even Popovich ain't even thrown in there. But and all of a sudden, bam, Steve Nash get it right. Out of nowhere, though, I, you know what? I would have took it better if if Pop was in there. I, everybody would have took, took it better, though. <laughs> everybody, come on now. Hey, even Shaq. Shaq was uh that, that's the last one I want to say because uh, I think I think Ernie knew what time it was because Ernie he went to Draymond. He was like, yeah. So uh, tell us what what did he do and what did he bring to that organization? He was doing his job. He was doing his job, but they people need to know and put the light. Oh, yeah, okay, he was yeah, in the what, shooting practices what, 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 and shit. Yeah, what, he was what, in what there. Did Mr. Nash do? What he was he, do? he was working out with us, and, and yeah, yeah, he was over there. He 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 soaked up a lot of knowledge. Um, I mean, that's basically what Draymond said. I mean, you can go back to the interview or whatever case he is. Now, <laughs> what my boy Shaq says, he's like, hey, they got their boy. It's always good. It's not. It's like it's not. It's not what you know. It's who you know. In a lot of sense, it, it, I mean, in a lot of sense, it's true. Okay. Well, when we're dealing with systemic racism, it's also a new, new name. It's also a good old boy system. So they got their boy. And no knock on Steve Nash though. But they got their boy. And. I feel that at times he was good, 
At times, a great point guard. At times, an overrated point guard. That also... But he always closed the series. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He always folded like a lawn chair. Let's go back to the highlights. <laughs> Do we have to go back to Dallas? When Nick Van Exel was going to take his spot and they had to trade him? Mark Cuban had to play Shark and had to trade him away because he was exposing just how much better he was than Steve Nash. <laughs> Nick Van Exel still holds the record for the most points a reserve scored in a Western Conference final game. Of What, what was that, like 38? Where was Nash at? Sitting on the bench. Oh, Dallas made it that far? Uh, yes, they I, did. Uh... Without Nash, though. Nash, Nash was... Playing with the gimpy leg, though he was hurt a lot. He was folding without Nash. He yeah, he was on uh, he was for the for the record. Nash was on the squad. Yeah, but he was hurt. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nick Van Exel, he was traded from the Denver Nuggets. He was leading the NBA in scoring, and traded to Dallas to be a reserve because Dallas was heading to the playoffs and, 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 and exposed that he was better than Nash at the time. Boy, wait, Nick Van Exel, didn't, didn't he beat up that ref? Okay, yes, he did elbow the ref, but we're talking about Nick DeQuick, Nick Van Knight, Nick Van Excellent. Still, until it was broken by Steve Logan, he held the Cincinnati Bearcats record for three-pointers, who bought the showtime back to L.A., the same Nick Van Exel, that showed Derek Fisher the game and how to play ball and but uh Derek Fisher messed with other people's, you know, other teammates wise, but we're not gonna touch Can can we touch on that? Can we touch <laughs> on that? I ain't I was gonna you pull know? out the story, but um But but he showed Derek Fisher what the game was as another lefty in the league. But Derek Fisher never quite measured up. Let's 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 be real. Uh, listen, what the, the thing is Derek Fisher is like Nash to you for real, because like I I can see you be like, oh yeah, you got the accolade, you got the shit, but dog, you you trash, you, you're not you're not Overrated. there, you're not Overrated. there, you you, you 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 put on a pedestal. Yes, I feel for sad. me. That's right. I would for, say for, for for me, my biggest my biggest pet peeve. I mean, Sam Cassell was a better point guard. Eddie got two rigs that Nash don't have done. All you rig, rig people, Sam Cassell got the two rigs. But I mean, it, it did. It did. Ask Kitty Smith why he got the two rigs. It ain't because of him. It's because Sam Cassell was taking his time and hit the big shots. I mean, I, I look at the same way with uh Derek Fisher because I can't, I can't, I can't knock you. I mean, Derek Fisher. I, I, and Chelsea Billups was interviewing for coaching positions and GL spots. How a former final MVP with the nickname Mister Big Shot. How he how how you not interview him for the next position and right. give it to Steve Nash? All right, let's let's see if Steve Nash is, never beat Kobe. I got you. Let's see if Well he did, but that was with that what that wasn't with Kobe with Shaq. He ain't beat Kobe and Shaq. He beat he beat uh, just Kobe by himself. He ain't beat Kobe we caught Paul Gasol and Lamar Odom. Right. He I mean he had to have help. But the thing is, I wanna see I mean, I, I I would I would love to see if he would uh put out, but you gotta you gotta remember too. What happened when Nash teamed up with Kobe? What happened when they got Dwight Howard? 
He was too old. He he, uh-huh. he got injured. No, 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 no. You said he had a sore knees. That was in a, his early career. He was in the what was that? The nineties? His nineties. He was folder folded. Hold up. Wait. Yep, he folded. <laughs> Are you L.A. fans? What happened? Folded. Hey. First round exit. Man, come on. What, 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 what's but, going on? But, 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 but you know what? We, 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 we touched on Steve Nash. And we're now going to touch over what we predicted. Because I feel that when you talk about sports comparison 216, man, you're talking about two guys that know their basketball. First off, man, two guys that know the game. Two guys that when it comes to predictions, we are better than Chris Berman on Sports Center. <laughs> we are the real swamis. <laughs> And the real Swami said that Jimmy Buckets is going to take over the series and also the Heat are going to beat the Bucks. And we ain't going to wave our flag or our pom-poms right now. But Jimmy after two over. games, after two games in the seven-game series, who's leading? I think the, the Heat are up okay. 2-0. Okay. 2-0, I think. Okay. Okay. Could be mistaken. I think okay. it's too old. And, and our prediction was, you heard it here first, that the Heat was going to do what? I think they was going to they was gonna take that one. Okay. I don't know how they was going to take it. What would we say? Seven? No, no, six. no, no, no. I think we said six. It was like six. We mm-hmm. got to you had to figure them out. It was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was going to be six games. You got to figure out Giannis. Mm-hmm. Clamp on him. He mm-hmm. can get. He can go off on a game or two, mm-hmm. but you can't go four games. Mm-hmm. Which it looks like that. Mm-hmm. That last game they should have got it. Who should have got it? Last game the Bucks should have had it. How? First off, the Heat were the Heat were winning fourth okay. quarter. Yeah, yeah, they had they had it straight. Mm-hmm. The Bucks climbed back. Mm-hmm. The inch back. Mm-hmm. By a simple call, mm-hmm. stopped it from going into overtime and giving them a chance to go ahead and make it a valid series. Okay, now let's go back to the controversial calls. And also, as we have previously stated on other podcasts and other episodes, man, that the refs are trash. And when I say the refs are trash, is that when you make calls that determine a game, you leave it up to speculation or what if. It shouldn't be no what if. When we're talking about games that are played at the highest level, you need the highest level of guys that can officiate. And the NBA right now does not have the highest level of officiators. What they have are people that are passing by. That's why they put the instant replay in like the NFL, to help clear up their mistakes. And what we have here is that when you're talking about the Heat and Bucks' last playoff game, you're talking about a questionable call where Chris Middleton jumped into the defender and then got the call for the three shots. Now, as a true pro, he hit three shots. But that was a gimme. 
A gimme. No, it's a gimme, yeah. So on the other end, they had to they knew they made a mistake, so they had to make up. And what happened? Giannis clearly bumped Jimmy Butler on the jump shot, so they had to make the call. But if you were to let it play out, he still would have lost. He played a better game. They're the better team through the first two games so far. Yeah, it was. They've been they've been going off. They've been going off. You, you that's how they. That is how they uh, crept back in or whatever Casey is. But the fact in that fact is that they did crap back in. They did what they were supposed to do. But um, I it's mean, it's a team game. It's a team game, man. The Heat have a better team. I'm not gonna throw the the ref the down in the damn in the damn gutter though. Okay, I'm not okay. about to put them put them all. In, you must in, be receiving the NBA check. If you receive an NBA check, I want a piece too. <laughs> Give me an NBA check now. I'm gonna talk about the refs. I listen. Give me an NBA check. The, I won't talk about this. Re, the reason you why know? the reason why I give them a little <laughs> bit of backing. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. They have been at times in the fourth in the clutch times putting putting the whistles. In their pockets. I mean, I, I've yeah, seen Yeah, letting everybody play. get hacked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, right. You're, right. you're right. So, yes, you're correct. Correct. And. I mean, you could have got mad. You could have got mad at that game seven, OKC and and, and um, the Rockets. If you look at that last play, when they, I mean, it, it, first off, Billy, I don't know what the fuck you drew up, but it, it looked like garbage. Um, they mm-hmm. threw the ball, they threw the ball in, I guess it was going to, um, who Adams or so they threw it to Adams. Uh, somebody, they reached in, they knocked the ball out and it was, it, the game was over with. I mean, it was, it was, it was trash. Why he's on the, well, well first of all, he was, yeah, he was by the three. Why is Steven Adams out there on the fourth in, in, in the final two minutes is another coach's decision. Which is uh, Billy Donovan, man, I feel, got that money. Was a great college coach. And that's what he is. A great college college coach. coach. Uh, One of the reasons why Kevin Durant left. Why that play is not going to Chris Paul. And unless Chris Paul is double teamed, trapped, and denied, and they can't go to him, then you go to other options. When you lead the NBA in the most clutch points, guess who I'm going to? That clutch scorer, Chris Paul, at the end of the day. Why it was not drawn up to go specifically to him, that's the reason why they're at home. I mean, if you look at it, that's the reason. uh, That is the reason. I'm not going to go against that. But if you look at it, they could have drew up anything. They could have. They could have literally drew up anything. You could have. You could have put it, Schroeder in there or something. I mean, okay, okay, and it, and it, and it, and, it, it and it kicked out and Dort, who was hot during all game, who made a name for himself. Shout out to Dort, man. He played tremendous ball on both ends, man. But and shout out to James Hard, man. For that was a good play. For playing great D. That was good defense. Even when was he was good. shooting bad, man, because he could have sulked and, and could have half-assed it. But Billy Donovan, man, what kind of play was that, man? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, uh, like LeBron James when we had David Blatt, man. 
Come on, man. This, this, this moment too big for you, man. And why Durant left, man? And why LeBron used to conveniently call his own plays, man? I mean, it's, it's, it's a player's league, man. If the players are on the court at times, if we know that play ain't going to work, man, take control, man. Take control, man. I think that I think that got under the skin of uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul took that. Chris it Paul should. took that. It should. It should. As the league president of the player association, he should get 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 pissed because he knew that play wasn't gonna work. Yeah, because I mean, you seen that, and he he's rightfully he should be. I say he should be where he's at right now. The president, you got to put some respect on my boy. Chris Paul's name, man. Chris Paul, he's saying that he that he that he fell off or so, or he, he ain't shit or so. Which like, leads to the to the same good old boy system, like we just said, man. Same coaches who don't know the players can't identify with the players, and can't even call the right plays where the season is all the line. Not saying that. Going forward, Steve Nash, the ball to the league, so he know what's going to work, what's not. And he got the, I mean, he got the right mix with Kyrie and Kevin Durant and all them other guys. He got the right mix, man. He got, I mean, he can't help but to win. You got to. You got to. You know, if, 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 uh, if he don't even get 55 wins, it's even looked at as a, a failure, yeah. Come on, for now. sure. Come for on sure. now. It, it's and, Eastern Conference Finals, and and and, and, and at the, least and next year if they don't even make the finals. Yeah, well, I say at least Eastern Conference Finals. No, no, I mean, no, 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 no. It's still a failure. It's still a failure. They got to come out the East next year. They got to come out. Got to come out the East. If if they don't make the final, now if they lose in the finals on some last second shit, whatever. Okay, but. I'm saying this, man. When these coaches, man, that get these good old boy systems and they draw up plays that everybody know ain't going to work. The players know they ain't even going to work, man. <laughs> this is a players league. God bless his soul, man, David Stern, man. He started this stuff, man. Adam Silver, man, you've done great so far, man, but it's time to progress it even further, man. Let the players, man, they know what works out there, man. If you have coaches that are incompetent, find a coach that can call the right play, man. That can make that right call, man. And put some refs in there, man, that know when to call a foul and when not to. Yeah. Because cause you got to think, because you can, you can at, the, at, the highest, at the highest states, at the highest level, you can call a foul or you can call you can call travel you can call anything at any time basically but on the foul wise it got it has to be excessive it has to really be excessive just because of you know what I'm saying it touch fouls or whatever case is it's like you don't you don't want that at the at the end of the end of the play cuz all of them it is i mean this, your season is on the line this is game 7 Every play is is oh hey, uh, is it's gonna be nippy. It's gonna and be very very that nippy. Bucks, man, it played out how it played out because they gave Chris Middleton the three, and then they gave Jimmy Butler the two free throws. And let's just put it put it clearly: the Bucks didn't match up with the Heat. 
Now, if the Bucks had kept Malcolm Brogdon instead of being cheap and not wanting to go over that luxury tax, maybe you would have had another ball creator to defuse everything. You would have had another score, another creator. Because right now, you only got two creators who create off that bounce. That is Giannis and that's Chris Middleton. Everybody else, don't. You love the Cavs. You know what George Hill do. <laughs> George Hill missed some two free throws, and uh, J.R. Smith dribbled out the, you know, dribbled out the time, and then LeBron got so mad he broke his hand in the locker room. You know what he do, and that's not on George Hill, man. Great free throw shooter, but I mean, he missed the second one. Clutch. This NBA Finals. Now. If you're basing on him to come through and Eric Bledsoe, who's been cooked by so many other point guards, man, in the playoffs, man. I mean, what can you expect, man? All right. So what about this? I've been seeing this on social media a lot, and I've been seeing this around the league or whatever. And I'm even thinking about it myself. They say Giannis is very loyal. He he doesn't want to play anywhere else. Mm -hmm. But after this, what you're seeing out of the organization – do you see Giannis staying with the Bucks if they go ahead and they lose this 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 round? Now, let me pick in perspective. And this is why my homie, I had, I, I even I think we both had bets on this game, but whatever. Yep. We both went heat and the 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 basketball ex- experts they I all say no I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't find no bets go ahead you, 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 the you experts mean. well uh, you could contest to this the experts say oh the Bucks are that's the that's, they're the team they're the best record in the league they doing it but it seems like we all see it it just looks like mm-hmm. shades of just like how LeBron was I'm glad remember you when remember when LeBron had it mm-hmm. LeBron has a mm, LeBron has a better round game, I, I would say, but Giannis still has that dominance and that 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 prestige. Where I mean, come on, he has a, he's the defensive player of the year and uh, a, a, a fine, fine uh, a MVP too. So you got you got to look at that too. That, that I mean that's 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 something worthwhile. Mm-hmm. He's getting the, the personal accolades, but just like LeBron. LeBron had the personal accolades. He, he was going ahead getting MVP, MVP, MVP. You know what I'm saying? Uh, All Star MVP. He led the league. He led mm-hmm. led his team to the finals. But without a supporting cast, you don't go nowhere like that. You 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 end up plateauing. Mm-hmm. And what it looks like, the Bucks did not get better from last year. I mean, the record got better, but. The Bucks did not get better. You don't. I, I say this though. I say it depends on the player because LeBron is his own man, just like Giannis is his own man. Now, in both cases, uh, both teams were built for both players, and the same Bucks team two, three years ago crafted a coach that could coach a team that would be better for Giannis. For him to have dominance for where he could go coast to coast and where he could go to the paint consistently. And he, he I feel he's a little different player than LeBron because I feel that 
he can grab more rebounds than LeBron, but he doesn't quite have the passing ability of LeBron. He can pass, though. He can't see the floor. But he doesn't quite have that great vision that LeBron has and not quite as telegraphic as far as that basketball IQ. I mean, having that and, and, LeBron's and, and, and basketball that, IQ is out of this world. That can't be duplicated. But what they can, like you said, what can be duplicated is that dominance. That dominance over the Eastern Conference, Giannis does have as far as winning those back to back MVPs. Now, it depends on the player. I feel that Giannis uh, is comfortable with where he's at. Now, only thing is, Giannis. Also similar to LeBron, has room to improve, though. And that's the scary part. Like, he hasn't reached his ceiling yet. And similar to LeBron, he's at 25. So still young. He's at that same point. Like, do I stay or do I leave? Now, Giannis, the main thing with me is that I feel like he has expanded his game with the jump shot and with the mid-range. But when it's playoff time, when the defense is at its best and everybody is really contesting every shot, does he depend on that jump shot? Or are they putting that wall in for him? And the Miami Heat, or just like the Toronto Raptors of last year, putting that wall in for him. And so when they put that wall in, what are you going to do now? Now you have to have that. I'm not even saying long range. Now you have to have that 12-foot shot, that 15-foot shot. So it's, it's, 20. it's up to his development too now. You know, as far as his development. And they crap they put a team around him that can win in the regular season, get him to that position. Now, does he want to team up to a, with another superstar? And then it's going to be growing pains then. So far, I think he's going to stay. Because he doesn't work out in the offseason like LeBron did with other superstars. So, I don't see the buddy-buddiness. With LeBron, I hope that's a pussy. That I see with uh, Giannis, I see. I think that Giannis, so far, might stay. Just because he wants to improve and he's so focused on his game. I mean, I I, I feel. I say he stays. I say he stays just because he wants to improve his game. And he likes where they crafted the team for him. Yeah, the system. The system. You know what I'm saying? They crafted every everything they did is for him. So, uh, and it's different because so far that I've heard or that a few have heard that the teammates have done no backstabbing shit to him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. It ain't nothing come out like you that. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like that's a big part though. That is a big part. Like, so far, though, no teammates have done, uh, you know, and, uh, dang, I don't even want to, you know, I ain't going to touch on that. But no, no, no backstabbing from that part. But I say he stays. I say he stays. 
Well, my my biggest thing though, yeah, I I put that comparison out there or whatever. Now, this this will attest the man. This will this will show what the man is. Now, very very similar situation. I mean, he he has uh Chris Middleton and he got um those are his guys. Cor- uh, those are his guys. Those those are his teammates. Those are his bros. So, I feel he's gonna fight with his bros, and. Just have Middleton game expanded. Yada's game expanded. It's like uh at the end of the day he could put the put the onus on management and then on the team, like, okay, you haven't put me with the players that so I need to get to that highest level. But they I mean he at the end of the day. When Jimmy Butler was cooking in that fourth, man, in the first game, and the reporter asked a fair question, I felt a fair one, and he said, why'd you ask? And he had the right to ask that as defensive player of the year. You got to take up that. You got to defend Jimmy. In the third quarter, you got to defend him. Same thing Kawhi did last year. After game two, when he said, forget it, coach, I got Giannis. I mean, at the end of the day, this is game three coming up, man. Will Giannis take up Jimmy Butler, man? Will Giannis take it upon himself saying, look, I got him. At the end of the day, you got great players got to D up other great players. Till Giannis take that challenge. You gotta challenge yourself, man. Giannis gotta take that challenge. You can't you can't leave it up to ownership and oh I got a buddy up. No. You gotta take that challenge, man. I D up Jimmy, man. I got him. I shut him down. Same way Kwai did. So until he takes that, you can't leave it on management. You gotta take that step. And I think that's coming next for him. So I think he'll do that. If he don't, well, that's on him. And that'll be a knock against him. I, I mean, if, if this, will, this will test it right here. You but have, you got you defensive player of the year, man. You got to take that, man. Or you can't even, or, the, or that award means nothing, man. They gave that to you. That's paper. Just like Nash MVPs, paper. <laughs> Oh, he, he always got to put a, a Nash dig up in that joint. But, I mean, what 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 I see it, the way I see it is, is that, yeah, you got the accolades. You you, you flourishing. You you, you you bubbling. You, you, you rising as a complete superstar. You rising as leading the league. You, you know what I'm saying? You at the, the highest caliber. We, we, like, that that is the only comparison I can say with LeBron is that you lead in the league. People are looking at you. You getting those the, the MVPs, the, the different accolades. People are focusing on you, but they also are focusing on you in the playoffs as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of commands now. You see, with the only reason I say the Heat will win win against the, this this Bucks team is because. Mm-hmm. They're well rounded. That's the only reason. I mean, they have okay. a, they have a, they have a, a, a pretty good coach. 
exposure is has shown that I mean at first I mean he's definitely and, been and, given and, and at the end of the day, uh whoever's the hot player for whoever the heat is playing, at the end of the day, who Jimmy Butler gonna take up? Who Jimmy Butler gonna D up? It is a collective effort. They have a good. They have a who good. Who is Jimmy schematic. Butler gonna man up and say, "Yo, I got him." He gonna d up whoever's hot, whoever is the best player. At the end of the day, it's taking up that challenge. But Jimmy, Jimmy, unorthodox. He just come out and he just like, "Hey, we got a ball and we got to go hard." Like that's but Jimmy that's taking more up Jimmy that challenge. It. Jimmy taking that challenge. That's why. That's why they're getting past the Bucks. All right, you, you, that's why they're getting packed. That's what. That's why. And we also want to t- go go to the NFL, man. And and we're gonna to touch about a, uh, I say a first ballot Hall of Famer for sure, Mister. Uh, you know, AD, which means all day, which means he's gonna run all day. Adrian Peterson, man, getting released from Washington. I wanted to say, I'll say the Washington football team. We're being politically correct. And hide your kids. And uh, he whooped his own kids, so I ain't going to hide mine. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't mad at whooping your own kids. Whoop them. Whoop them. But they might need it. Uh, I did. I, I I will touch on this. I like the way they did it because it left the room for him to get signed with another team, and he still got something left in the tank. At thirty five, he still got something left in the tank. He's getting over four yards to carry. He can still rush. I say he need to be on an NFL squad. How old is he? He old as shit. How old is this nigga? Oh, oh, he he uh thirty five. Oh, he Methuselah for NFL running backs. <laughs> That's like sixty five and regular nigga. You know, years. you you know, you know, but he still got something left in the tank. He can still run away from guys. He still contributed. Only thing is, is that the Washington football team, which behind besides the name change, want to move on. To a different direction. What direction they move on to, I do not know. I do well, not know. I mean, I, I mean, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's good or bad. Leaning I, more to the bad. We gonna see. Um, I'm definitely looking at the uh, the fantasy or whatever. We gonna see if uh, Gibson, if Gibson is the yeah, is the yeah. Rick, rookie running back is yeah, coming out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Peyton Barber they out. have back there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we gonna see we gonna see if they they really make some noise. The yeah. the Washington offense is, and you have a second year quarterback and Haskins, man, a fellow Buckeye, Ohio State boy from the O, the uh, Ohio State, the Ohio State. Uh, Haskins, I hope he has put a lot of training in the weight room during the COVID. I hope he has been working out heavy. Because without Adrian Peterson now, you're about to get hit. (laughs) (laughs) So my prediction for him is what uh, Clubber Lang said to Rocky. 
pain. If you don't read them NFL defenses quick and you don't get rid of that ball quick, you're going to get hit. Pain. Pain. I mean, um, Adrian Peterson, he's definitely a first ballot. Um, Amazing. I think he's third in the... in rushing touchdowns, they have career-wise. Nobody the defense even knows or is even scared of. If I am the opposing defense, I am flying in and blitzing every play. Oh, they got scary Terry. Um, blitzing every play, like <laughs> I said. Hey, uh, overall, it is a definitely a weak offense. Um you might have a guy. Well, I think Terry. He, Terry went for about a thousand yards last year, rookie season. My prediction. Haskins started off. I mean, it was, it was a little bit rough. I mean, he was a, definitely was a rookie uh, quarterback. So mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta put that into play. Uh, backfield, we had Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. He. Did he go for a thousand yards? I'm, I'm not. No, he went for a thousand yards last season. Mm-hmm. Um, close to a thousand yards. Mm-hmm. The pat the, the still over four yards carry. Still the only player that any defense knows. So, what I predict for the Washington football team is one in fifteen, and they win that game off luck. They win that game off luck. I, I give them I give them three games. Wow. Okay. I give them three okay. games. Okay. They're, they're, I'm, I'm not high on the right. Right uh, now, Haskins is better than uh, the Kaiser quarterback that the Browns have. Since you are a Cleveland Browns fan, they look similar to the Owen sixteen team, and scary similar. So that is not a good thing. So my prediction is one in fifteen. See you next year with the first pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, let's see how that goes. That is what I predict. All right, well, we can start off with another comparison if okay. you don't want to. And 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 I'm going to touch back on the NBA bubble. The NBA bubble had so many cut shots, and what we witnessed last night was pure. Last second, don't let the fat lady sing until she has even begun to open her mouth. When I say OG Anunnabi, BK born Nigerian descent, this brother hit a clutch shot last night with 0.5 seconds left that goes down in NBA history. When he hit the shot, he... Touched the shot off like he knew he was going to hit it, and he hit it. I'm going to tell you this, man. It's one of the best clutch shots i ever seen hit. And right now, to me, is the most pivotal because with the NBA bubble right now, it has been clutch shots hit from all the teams that are fighting, and every team is fighting for their lives. Now, with OG Abunabi, when he hit the shot, it was fighting for a Toronto Raptors playoff life. The defending champs fought and played the game like they were on the ropes. They did it like Ali and Frazier. And he fought like Ali when Foreman was fighting him. And they swung their best shots. And Boston Celtics still came back with haymaker after haymaker after haymaker. <laughs> now, the Boston Celtics did 
such a strategic play with putting the tallest player that they had on their squad, which is also the tallest player in the league, Taco Fall, and putting him on the inbounds. And the Raptors had... Which was a smart play. Kyrie had Lowry inbound, which is a favorite point guard of mine. And with the point guard mind that he had said, the first section, first option is gone, then the second option is gone. What do I do? I go to a guy that I know has been hot, been hitting three-pointers, that I have confidence in. Through the pass, over Taco Falls, outstretched arms, and then went to OG Anunnabi in the clutch with the season on the line so we don't go down 3-0. So no team that has went down 3-0 has ever come back. And he hits the big shot, man. Biggest shot in the bubble to me. The second biggest would be Lucas to me in the first round. That step back that Luka hit was classic, beautiful. But this right here could be a series changer with OG Abunabi. And the defending champs responded like the defending champs do, man. They uh they hit a big shot. They made they, they made it game. a series. They made it a series. Man. I mean, we was looking at man. I was definitely cuz I I I picked the uh, I picked the Celtics to, to make it out of the series. And that was looking like they was going to go down 3-0. It was, look, it was looking pretty bad. Like, they was having mm-hmm. a dog fight. And an amazing play. I mean, come on. Give, give my boy Kimball Walker mm-hmm. some credit. Because, first off, he had an amazing – he has a, he had a great game there. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. With an amazing play at the end where he just go ahead, he just tip-tapping, da-da-da, Going after and you you paying attention to him and the outlets on the three because that's how the game is played now. The game is played go. all around the three. Well, you know what? Let me slap that motherfucker to the back and let me get my my boy that's in the paint right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you forgot the easiest shot is right there in the basket, right there. Um, I th- uh, I I can definitely tell this story. I've seen this happening. Um, we all we all had our uh, predictions or so. I said Celtics gonna do it. I'm like, up oh, Celtics. Then he did amazing play. Point five is over with. Let me call Doc. Hey, it's over with. Hey, what, hey you, you hear that? Me, y'all. He did call me, y'all. And uh, as I was talking, I ate all of the motherfucking words, all the shit, because that pass from Lowry went over Taco Fall. Perfectly into OG's hand, and oh my God, he whacked it, and it was and it was game. It it was it was pure game. I say that that was amazing. I guess I had to eat my own stuff, so I can't really put that up there all like that. I know you was definitely excited about it. You was you was. Whoa! I'm like. Ugh. You know, I kind of I, I I hate to root for a Boston team too, though. At that, but it was just my it was just my prediction. It's just my prediction, and I kind of like the, the 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 players that's going out there. So I kind of hate that I'm kind of rooting but, for them. But um, I don't know. I still say Lucas was was the best one. That was a all right. Hey, let's keep ourselves in the game. Let's keep ourselves in the series. Lucas was a. Let's make this a series. You know, let's put this in in the game. I think they they both was both was big shots. 
both was big big in there. Um, okay, I, I still put I still put Lucas in there. He created his I, own shot, and he uh, I see he made I, it work I, out. I, I see where you're coming with that, and the only thing where I disagree with that is that this Toronto team have been there. This Toronto team have won that title. All of them from OG, from everybody on that roster, pretty much, then got that title experience. Luca and Carl on there too, ain't he? Oh no, that was another squad. Luca never tasted that. This is first time, so it's vindication, and they living in the moment, like yes, yes, wow. But at the end of the day, you still got to battle that Clippers team. You still got to battle Kawhi, Paul George, all them guys have been there. So they move on. They go to the next game. They're still celebrating. The great thing I liked is that in the post conference is that Kyle said, "Oh, we it was a great moment. Boom, we to the next game. This is a really good team. Let's go. We game planning already." So I feel it was a bigger shot because it's a better prepared team. This is a team ready to make that a series with Kristap Persingas hurt. They can't make that a series, and they got out in six. So. Shout out to Dallas, though, man. They showed that uh, they definitely deserve to be in the playoffs. They're a team of the future. Luka, player of the future. Great shot, but OG's shot. Now they – we're going to see more. We're going to see more. We're going to see some great shots, some great playoff basketball from both teams. And I still take the Celtics just because – I think the Celtics with the three heads are going to eventually prevail. But, wow, you're about to see some shots from Toronto. You're about to see a championship team go down swinging. And I got the Celtics in seven. I, I, definitely, think it's, I definitely think it was a series. I think I, I definitely do. Uh, Toronto doesn't uh, miss a beat. You got to respect Lowry. Barring, um, injury, barring injury from one of uh, either Fred Van Fleet, Pascal, or uh, Lowry getting hurt. Right, right. Long as they, long as all of them healthy, oh yeah, they gonna they gonna do some damage. You know, Larry, um, whatever he make, whatever he lacks in athleticism and and just out outright anything else and, that he have going on, IQ is pretty. He's and, up and, there, and I, I'm glad that Kemba gets to finally be on that stage, man. Finally, you get to see what the NBA world or, or what every basketball really player or every everybody that knows the game knew about Kemba but ain't no offense to Charlotte but Charlotte got to see him what he could do every night I'm talking about the whole NBA the whole world get to see what Kemba can do now you touched on the one play Kemba is a beast this dude is great and for anybody thinking that they just went second class with him, no. He fit everything they they needed. Actually fit better than um, Kyrie. Oh, man, much better fit because Tatum and Jalen Brown can now reach them full potential, and he can still get his. And he's played in Charlotte. He just wants to win. And, and no, so great uh, 
Great pickup for Boston, man. Yeah, no, no offense, man. To, no offense to Kyrie, but yeah, the the, the basketball IQ and and Kemba Walker is uh is is higher. It is definitely he 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 has it more up there. I mean, he's even proven to me. I don't know why why I was so surprised at that that amazing play or the things that he's done in the playoffs thus far. Because I mean, we I mean we we seen I, I it in college. Say, I, I wouldn't say that the IQ is higher. I just say that Kemba doesn't want to shine as much Kyrie. And I'm saying this, I love Kyrie. Did great. But Kyrie won a little bit of shine now. A lot of bit of shine. Now Kyrie he won, won his a, he won his own team. And and just do, just do. The brother is dominant and he can get his shot at any given time. But we're getting that shot at any given time. You also want your just do. You also want, okay, I'm the main man. At this point in his career, Kemba just want to win. Now, Kyrie has already won. He already went to the finals. He already won that title. Yeah, yeah, Kemba hasn't went to the finals. Kemba hasn't won that title. So, Kemba just wants that. Kemba, Kemba just wants to win. So, if you got a guy that just wants to win... He's going to do whatever it takes. Whether I got to pass this, whether I got to set a screen, whether I got to get a steal, whether I got to take a charge. That's going to be a player, man, that you need on your team, man. And shout out to Kemba, man. He's playing terrific basketball, and I think he's going to continue to play terrific basketball. And I got the Celtics going to the NBA Finals. You you think they're going to take out um, either the Bucks or Heat? I do. Well, I say I say the Heat. Uh, that that one is a very hard one for me. That one is so hard. I say Celtics Heat. I say Celtics Heat. I I I I honestly I say I would agree with you Celtics Heat. And you hear they they hot they they they. Uh, I, I see the best teams on the Sports Comparison Two One Six Podcast. Celtics Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. I just want to know, damn, that, that's going to be a good series. It's going to be a good series. Um, well, who, who, who you got it? What you say, Battle of L.A. Um, in the West? Wow. And the Battle of L.A., that's that's such a 50-50 toss-up. Uh, that is real That's hard. a harder one? That's a harder one because at the end of the day, who wins the one-on-ones? Who wins between the man up, between Kawhi taking that challenge and say, you know what, I got LeBron? Who wins between that matchup where it's eventually going to happen where LeBron like. But with the Western Conference Finals, you say is the Battle of L.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd all say day, too. All day, all day. Uh, who wins between that battle of where LeBron say, yo, I got Kawhi? Or it's coming to that. It's coming to that. It's, and that's what basketball should be all about. It's about challenges, man. It's about great players D'ing up from Magic saying, "Look, hey, at the end of the day, hey, I got uh, I got Mike, or Mike saying, yo, I got Magic, cause that's what we pay the, that's what we pay the money for. Great players got to D up great players, man. I mean, that's what it come down to, man." 
At the, at the end of the day. At the end of the day. At I, the end of the day. Who's, who's going to man up and do that? I'm a I'm a root for because that's too tough. That's really too tough for me to um to go into for both Eastern Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals. And who to say that's that very even in, very in, tough in that L A series, man? That Kawhi won't even man up and say, "Yo, I got AD." Ooh, what what if he man up and say that? Like, cool, I got AD, or. We don't know yet. We don't I know got yet. goosebumps that, about that, that man. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna about. be some that's good. That's what I'm talking about. Like, the, the playoffs already been so good. And, and, too. and just think if this COVID wasn't here, man, how how off the hook LA would have been. Both teams in that LA, NBA finals, wow. in that in that Western Conference Finals, both teams crazy, crazy. Uh, who, who got the who got more fans though? Lakers or Clippers? Man, not even close, man. Lakers got the most fans, man. Come on. So man. what would that look like? But they like? both LA, so I mean. But what would work. that look like yeah, though? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. the Clippers' home game. Is is both home games? It's amazing. It's amazing amount of Lakers jerseys just filled up the arena. They like, oh, I mean, you can't be mad at that. It's mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. But it's it's also a little brother stepping up to big brother. That's true. You know what I mean? And and Kawhi going with the Clippers always been, let me go with the underdog. At the end of the day, this is his shot at LeBron. Because, okay, I feel that in 2014, man, when LeBron took that title, I think Kawhi, and maybe you can, not so much on Kawhi, but the other Spurs teammates felt that they could close that series out with clutch free throw shooting and clutch shooting. And they left that window open, and then Ray Allen, being the just a historic shot maker that he is, hit that clutch three. And... When they left that window open, and then LeBron played spectacular all during the series. I think the learning curve for so many great players, it sometimes takes two, three, maybe four years. That learning curve happened in a year. Quiet learned from that. And the next year, that Spurs team was so much motivated. And when they faced that Heat, heat team again, Quiet knew what he had to do. And Kawhi saw what he needed to close that game out. And you see the Kawhi Leonard that we have now. Once he closed them out in that 2000, and uh, I'm sorry, it was 2013. Once he closed that, closed them out in 2014, he learned how to close. And that became the Kawhi Leonard that you see now. Yeah. That was, that was. The finals MVP, that was Kawhi Leonard that you see now. That that was his evolution. Being that he had the experience that other players don't get a chance to play under a Popovich. Other chan- players don't get the, the chance to see to play with Tim Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker, guys who hit clutch shots and showing them how to play. Been to the dance. Yeah, dance. showing them how to perform. Have and, rings. 
and 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 he took their persona on. Everybody said he is a fun guy, but like you said, he's so even killed because they were even killed. They never get too high, never get too down. But that's why they won five titles. And dominated for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Actually, over 20 years, to tell you the truth. This was the first year that they missed the playoffs. Exactly. Exactly. But Since why, the 90s. Why, they, why they've always danced. Since the 90s. Why they've always danced. Well, well first off, um, mm-hmm. I hate to, I'm going to put this story out there. Mm-hmm. Um, way back... Way back when, it's around, it's around the 90s or whatever case he is. See, Popovich was actually in in the um, in the office. You know, he wasn't. He didn't start off as the coach. Mm-hmm. He was. He was in the back. He was. He was looking at the team. He's like, man, what the hell? What are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Like, come on. Like, I I can do better than this. What he had, he went ahead and did that. That dual role. He go ahead. I'm like, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm GM. I'm go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and and and, and coach the coach the squad as well. Once he did that, he said, all right. He found success. Boom. Now you find a dynasty. Cause I mean, the, the Spurs. The Spurs was definitely is definitely a dynasty. You can't yeah. you can't go. And take none majority away, yeah. majority of the twenty years they was top three. Yeah, I, I you think- don't really look at that like that. Mm-hmm. You don't really, you don't really pay attention. They was, they was at least top three. Now, I will, in the now I, I, I will say this though. He did have a nice luxury though. Now, when he stepped down and then came into that coaching role, he stepped into that coaching role in '99. It was a shortened lockout year, and you still had two Hall of Famers. On your on David your squad, Robinson. you 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 still had David Robinson coming off an injury, up, and then uh, and then Tim you Duncan. had the first pick, and then you got, well, ha 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 ha, you with the first pick, you had Tim Duncan. Tim now. Duncan, now, you now, brought you, Tim Duncan in there. You had two of the best low post offensive threats right there. So you and that was the heart. Ha, 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 ha. And you, you gotta say that mean, was. Man. That was the heart of the where you yeah. the big man like that's where the dominance came from because you if you think about it um, around that time you, you I mean you can argue you can argue you say Shaq you say the big man ran the league yeah. that that was still a, that was still a thing that was still a thing you, 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 at that you, you, point you had a seven one. Very they can do anything very they can do everything guy. basically that could shoot a mid range. Was it was he the last player that did a uh, quadruple double? Probably, um, the admiral. I believe so. Shout out to him. I believe so. Shout out to him, the admiral. And uh, you had a six eleven. Well, we we I ain't even going to go into Tim Duncan accolades, but you got to pair both of them together. Can't help but win, man. You had to. Can't help a win, man. But what I respect out of the Spurs were they, they always found talent. They always brought they just mm-hmm. brought people out though. Like I didn't know nothing about Tony Parker coming out. I was like, oh Tony neither, Parker neither, in there. N- nobody did. They was like, ah, my new Ginobili. I'm off. who my new Ginobili? Oh, okay. Nobody did. Um Nobody did. I remember Danny Green actually being in the squad. I remember the dude. I know every I know every Cavs player. Mm-hmm. We know every Cavs player. I know every Cavs player. 
But dang, I mean, this mm-hmm. dude, this dude is like low key legendary in the finals. <laughs> but uh, Danny Green was popping in North Carolina, though. Yeah, he was popping in North Carolina. Uh-huh. He was popping in North Carolina, though. Uh, but Mike Brown just didn't like to play rookies. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And, and then, he didn't he didn't develop Danny Green. He ain't, he ain't develop Green, um, Shannon Brown. Um, yeah, remember Shannon Brown? Came Shannon out Brown won a ring with uh. With, with the, the Lakers, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Lakers, they yeah. came out. But yeah. it, it, that's that. That's a, that's the that's the the Brown. I mean the uh, the Cavs, the 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 Caval- the the Cleveland Wolves, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Cleveland Wolves, man. Hey, shit. That was before 2016. That curse got broke after we won that title, though. Hey, where was you, you at when 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 the when the curse was lifted, man. Where where the hell was you at? Man? Uh you know what? I was um writing in um where where we at right now, I was in the next building, man, and I was watching it and I couldn't believe that we won it. And I was like, damn. Because I I, I thought I'm like, dang, if we can keep it close, we got a chance. And then when we kept it close, I'm like, damn, we and and then we uh, had a shot, and I called all my family members. <laughs> I called family members I ain't talked to that, that that I had problems with, and it was all cool. And uh, it's a beautiful time, man. Uh, that was that was that was a beautiful moment. Um, only only thing that. Uh, I wish we could do it again. You know what I'm saying? I wish we could. Bruh, listen. The let me tell you the craziest ride. See, 2016. And for then me, I wanted to hit the streets after that. I hit the streets. And you had to hit the streets. <laughs> I mean, what what the fuck? Like how are you in Cleveland? Yeah, I was at the streets, so. When we won the championship and you did not hit the streets. Like that that was not a thing. That was not a you was not at home sleeping unless you was grandma. Listen. Listen to me. Now the funny thing about 2016 is that's when I first started uh working um at the hill and I was like, oh this is a cool thing or whatever. I was rooting for my team. I remember uh my one coworker, uh it was funny, he's a he's a big pessimist. I'm like, yeah, but no cash winning in four. You know, I'm I'm big high on mines. I'm all, I'm always I I'll come on, we you know what we about. We always talk that crap. We always talk we got mm-hmm. we have to. The biggest ups. Like I'm all I'm all the we we lost we lost. Boom, I'm talking about ah. All right, I'm with Cavs and five, Cavs and six. I'm I'm saying the same same thing, routine. I remember that three one. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember being so depressed about that. <laughs> I remember being in that moment like ah. Oh, I remember this that is moment going I again, that, man. I, re- I remember that moment. I remember that moment so well because. Uh, I was in when we went down three one. I was uh, in my old hood on Harvard, and and I was like, "It ain't over." But I knew no team. I said it too. I was like, "It ain't over" in my head, but I'm like, "No team ever came." You know, I'm you. We basketball people, man. Three one in the finals. Not in the finals. No team ever came back from three one. 
And I'm like, dang. Not in the finals. Not in the finals. That's not 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 at that biggest stage. That biggest stage that never happened. It it was the biggest thing was like, hey, my brother from another mother and his mother right there. Like, dang. And I'm like, you know what? It ain't over. But I'm like, dang. We down three one. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, I'm I'm, ugh. So we win. And then I'm like, man, we gotta go to Golden State to win it. Just to, to fight for our next lives, just to get a game six. And that just But what was that that forty it was that forty forty game? Man, that was that record breaking forty forty game from LeBron and from Kyrie. Wow. Just Come to on. just that's why I you say You had to do that. I, I really can't say you, you can't dispute the, the IQ of Kyrie because he know when he can dominate. So when you know you can dominate and get any shot you want, sometimes you be like, pass out of it. Why? Why pass out when I'm the best option? See, see, that's that's where we differ. Like I say, IQ, Why? IQ, IQ, and scoring is two different Why? things. I say IQ and scoring is two different things. I mean, you can have a good IQ and not a great score, and you can be a great player to be in a system and work out. And then you can be a oh, great yeah. scorer, you know, but the, not a great, great the, the, IQ. The, the system was being was, 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 was tailor made for Kyrie just to score. Yeah, that's you what know it was what I'm made. Saying? It was iso ball. It was, it was straight iso ball, and you had to be damn near perfect to, to make. And it we work had out. the two. We had the two best iso players, in LeBron sure. and uh, Kyrie. And at the Flat end, out. that's why I won. Flat out, because we had the two best iso players in the league. Flat but, out, but. And at the end of the day, the ISO ball that year won. But every year consistently in the playoffs, is the ISO ball going to win? No. Nah. No. No. Well, um, what's the name? Fuck. The, what's the name tore us up um, no. with that trade? But the biggest thing was, I think it was so funny to me was that I called my one boy up. Uh, uh, actually, he hit me up. I was coming from downtown. I worked downtown. He hit me up. He's like, man, let's go downtown, man. Da, 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 da. And he's still up. Man, I'm like, dog. I'm coming like, come on, man. You you know you know the history, man. You know, you know, you you remember the shot. One, two. Mm-hmm. You remember the series. Mm-hmm. You 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 even heard about the fumble, the drive. Mm-hmm. You didn't seen the runs with LeBron and mm-hmm. you didn't seen how terrible the Browns have always been and mm-hmm. and you've seen this. Mm-hmm. You've seen the disappointments, the, the the and then too with the Browns, you it's not like you get demolished the whole game. You be in the game and beating the team that's like the high caliber squad, but guess what? You end up losing it. It's always happened. It's back to back. Bang, bang, beat you the fuck down. I, I, yeah, Doc, I don't even I don't even I don't even think you a you're a Browns fan. I think you you didn't you didn't throw no, up the no, flag no, no, out of no, that, no, man. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's just it's just that uh uh you know uh not like your doctor prescribed it but uh my, my you know I as you get older I'm not trying to die of high blood pressure. <laughs> So you see the perspective. So you understand the perspective. I said, I told my boy, I'm like, listen, 
If we mm-hmm. go down here, mm-hmm. it's going to be one or two things that can happen. Mm-hmm. If we can go down there, we can have the best time or a fucking life. Or mm-hmm. we can go down here and we can go through the same shit that we've been Damn going cool. through. Yeah. And yeah. we should have been like, dang, I knew I should have been at home. And mm-hmm. you and we downtown. Now we if you going downtown, everybody downtown, you like we get shot, you might as well get in scruffles or something, you lose your hey, wallet, uh, anything happened. You know what, too, man? Um, LeBron came through at the end of the day uh, with the decision, with the uh, everything that he had to do with the pressure. He learned how to win. I don't think with the decision, if he don't learn how to win in Miami, I don't think they come back and from 3-1. I don't think they make uh, that comeback without him learning how to play through it. If you're not a basketball fan, yeah, you would say that. So. If you're not a basketball fan, you would say that's wrong. Because if you look at the first year that he went to Miami, and they say that this was like the prime LeBron. I, mm-hmm. I hear a lot of people say this is the prime LeBron mm-hmm. or whatever case is. Mm-hmm. I say prime LeBron is 2018 LeBron. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best LeBron ever. But mm-hmm. I, I could be biased. But mm-hmm. you forget he LeBron averaged about, what was that, 15 first, points first. or so in the in the finals that year? Okay, okay, okay. I'm saying even in that first year of uh, Miami, that regular season. He had to figure it out. Regular season. uh, Oh, yeah, they started off pretty. He uh, was, uh, you could argue uh, that he could have took an MVP. Even figuring it out with uh, Wade and Chris Bosh. But that NBA Finals, at the end of the day, man, um, LeBron didn't play well. You know, they had uh, Tony. Yeah, his averages was true. They had. uh was not there. was not there. They had Jake Kidd D'ing them up good. Jason Terry D'ing them up good. And Dirk Nowitzki hit some shots that year, man. Well, that was. Well, Dirk Nowitzki sunk uh, Kobe in them, man. In he, the second he, round. You got to think. He took out. He took out um, KD. KD Westbrook in, in the Western Kobe. Conference Finals. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, LeBron. I mean, Dirk hit some shots that year, man. Dirk hit some shots. But you gotta look at that squad. He was on one, man. He was on one, man. You gotta Dirk, look at that squad, Dirk played, though. They're playing, man. You, you, man. You, Dirk you, ball, man. You had you had kid facilitating or whatever. He had to, he had to get his, so he was he was hungry for it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You had the Matrix. I mean. Golly, I mean, <laughs> that it was just a, a lineup where it wasn't like mm-hmm. Dirk was the, that centerpiece. He he, the one that definitely put it above, but it wasn't nobody that was extremely just out there. That's just like, oh, this is too much. No, they were all good and it was all Everybody ready hit to play. Big shots, man. Jason they was Terry all ready hit, to play. Jason Terry hit big shots, man. JQ was balling on the offense and defensive end. Tyson Chandler was balling. They was all ready to play. They uh, was ready for it. Like you said, the Matrix, they was balling, man. Um, they was ready for it. 
LeBron, I mean, uh, it, 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 it led to the growth, man. And, and, and with a lot of other young players, man, with everything, it, it come growth, man. Like, uh, I think Donovan Mitchell with the heartbreak, what he had with the first round, how well he played, but they still lost in the first round. And then other years that he got to the second round, I feel with this heartbreak that this is what he going to need to take it to that next level. So sometimes you need that heartbreak as a player. Got to. You know what I mean? So I love how it's a player's league and players determine their own destiny. So with players determine their own destiny, they can determine whether they want to stay whether they want to, whether they comfortable. I feel with LeBron, when he left, man, he wasn't comfortable, man. He wasn't comfortable with the owner. He wasn't comfortable with the teammates. He wasn't comfortable with what was going on. Now, with Donovan's situation and also with Giannis, I feel they're more comfortable. So I think they're going to stay. Well, Giannis went on record that he said he want to stay. You know, because I, I feel he's comfortable. Because, Before this year. but I'm... Because I feel that he think this on him or he got to expand that game. And he do. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, LeBron expanded that game. Like that Heat series, he got exposed. Call it for what it is. He got exposed. He didn't have that mid-range. When he went back into the bag, got more comfortable his second year, Dwayne Wade deferred to him. But also, he got with Hakeem Olajuwon and had that low post game. Then he expanded yeah, he his mid. Yeah, he had to. That summer you know, he, he went, had, he he had went that low him. post game, and then he got that mid-range game. And then that expanded his whole playoff game. It's two seasons. Everybody forget when you got regular season NBA and you got the real season, the real real season. season. (laughs) Now with the real season, when everybody DN up, when you can't get that three pointer and that step back off like that, when you can't just get a dunk or a layup, when you actually got to have offensive moves and creativity and get that mid-range, get that 10-footer, get that floater, get that fadeaway. I mean, you have to score. That's why when you see well-contested and you see game sevens like Denver and Utah, and you see it low-scoring like 80-78, when it's pressure field season on the line, everybody d up, what happens? It's going to be low-scoring because everybody doesn't have that mid-range game. And why do you see teams that have Kawhi Leonard on them, that have mid-range game? Why do those teams not go to game seven? Why do Dallas get out in six? Why do all them teams with Kawhi Leonard get, get you out of there in five or six games? Why do you win the title in six games? Got that mid-range, man. And then when you, in game four and five, stop him or glue in to stop him, 
and he passed out. All those open shooters hit them shots because they wide open. After the first or second quarter, they ain't going to hit them, man. Easy basketball. Easy basketball, man. So, all the analytics experts, okay, it's great in the regular season. Yeah, the three is better than the two. Okay, yeah, this works in the regular season. I'm talking about the real season. When everybody d up, when everybody contesting every shot, like it was on the playground or the hard top. When everybody d up and really contesting and really playing for you. What's gonna play happen? What's gonna happen then? You have to have a mid-range game, man. You have to be able to hit a 10-footer, a 15-footer, a 17-footer. That's what it is, man. And guys that can hit that, they're gonna succeed. And shout out to Jimmy Buckets, man. And 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 shout out to all the other guys that developed that mid-range, man. Because that's what's going to win. What LeBron had to get, what Kawhi Leonard has, what Jimmy Butler has, what Giannis has to get. And when Giannis gets that, I think he's learning that. He had to learn the hard way the year before with Kawhi Leonard, and he's learning now. You got to get that mid-range game. And that's just another step in your evolution. Jordan had to get that. Once Jordan got that, he got past the Pistons. And once Jordan got that, what'd he do? He got the first three-peat, and he mastered that. Once he got back in shape when he came back, he got another three rings. That's what it's about, man, that mid-range game. As great as James Harden is, he don't have a mid-range yet. As great as Russell Westbrook is, I love Russ. Triple-double king. He don't have that mid-range, though. While the Rockets will fall to the Lakers in small ball, James Harden or Russell don't have that mid-range. Now, will Eric Gordon, Austin Rivers, and Robert Covington and Jeff Green hit all the mid-range shots? We don't know. Do I depend on that? No. No. But I can tell you what uh, Jason Tatum got. Jason Tatum, one of them cats that got that mid-range, man. He learned that from Kobe. Kobe had that mid-range. Rest in peace to Kobe. That mid-range. What did Rip Hamilton have? That mid-range. Where did, where did Rip Hamilton learn that mid-range from? His MJ. rookie year, his rookie yeah, year was know. with MJ. 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 MJ would get, put MJ? a little spark in his ear. Yeah. He said, hey, that's nice, man. Make sure you, you you keep that, man. Keep that in your arsenal, man. Go ahead, put put up that uh, put up that mid range, man. You I don't, kill him. I, I, I you gonna I kill him? I, I don't know why. That's guys, your bread and butter, man. I don't know why. I don't know why. And how guys, successful his career was after that? Mm. I think you might have rang out that. Yeah. 
I think nobody's gonna argue about no Hall of Fame after that. No. And and I just, and and uh, I can remember because I, I that, that, you know of course that was my era, but uh, Rip the only guy that beat uh, Kobe twice on the high. He beat him on a high school level too. Remember? I, I don't know if you remember this, but in 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 ninety eight, Kobe ain't win that state title. Mm. And and and, and uh, the state title for uh, Pennsylvania. Kobe team from Philly came across a team from Allentown, which had Rip on it for the state title. Rip beat him in the state title game, man. Rip, 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 Rip beat him twice on the two biggest stages, man. He took that state title and he took that NBA title from uh, Kobe. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He beat him twice. Just for the record. Just for the record. And that's what really made Rip name. Because ain't nobody know who Rip was before that. Because everybody had penciled that in that Kobe was going to take that state title. Kobe had went to the uh, prom with Brandy. Everybody was, everybody on the national level knew who Kobe was. And then in the state title game, they're like, what? He got upset? Who was his team? What? They had a guy by the name of Rip Hamilton, man. Then he went to UConn. And when he went to UConn, what'd he do? He won a national title. Why? Because he developed that mid-range, y'all. All you young cats, man, develop that mid-range game. Got to get you a NBA check or an NBDL check or a foreign check. Which the numbers or the uh, figures you can't pronounce. It pronounced when you go to your bank account, though. <laughs> <laughs> You'll figure it out then. You know what I'm saying? When it when it when it when it when it, when, when it go to U.S. money, I tell you that you you figure it out then, man. All right, man. Shit, we. I mean, we gon' we we pushing two hours. The episodes usually go for like a like about an hour. And I'll tell you one one thing, man. Before we get get out of here, man. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, I feel that what they did to in Rochester to Daniel Prude, shout out to his family was wrong. They suffocated that black man. And right now, man, the black man is under fire. So everybody, stay safe. Wear your mask. Stay COVID-19 free. And let's watch basketball have fun, man. And get more winning. Hey, get yes, get some more winning. Thank you to all the fo- uh, new followers we have gotten. Um, the supporters. Um, definitely we're going to have some reads in. So we're going to have some good benefits or so. More to come. We're going to bring some more episodes out more frequently. More to come. Uh, hey, this is Cool Kev, Master Daco on the, on the business as well, man. Hey, we're going to see you next time. All right. Have a good one, y'all.